Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Nothing. It's an uneventful weekend. Nothing. Nothing exciting happened in sports at all. Um... Yeah, just what are we going to talk about today? There was just absolutely no, no fun football games this weekend at all. No, there really, really wasn't. What's going on, Sex Panther? There was like three hockey games that were decided by one goal, and the Jazz and the Warriors was a two-point game. Like there, there was stuff to watch. Oh, okay. My bad. I'm, I must have missed those <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. For some reason, Jesus fucking Christ! Could we had have had a better divisional fucking round of uh, of NFL playoffs? Insane. I mean, only one of the games, and we'll get to all four of the games. Only one of the games was an actual, very, very good game. (laughs) (laughs) But they were all exciting. Yeah, yeah. For varying various reasons. Let's do it, man. You're not doing a touchdown today, are you? No touchdown. Uh, Last week is my last week. Uh, Yeah, I was thinking about doing a field goal because I thought it'd be fitting, (laughs) you know, to do a field goal after after this uh, this week. But I figured we'd do a chronological order, just go through each uh, of the weekend games. Um, I guess we we should start off with uh, what was the first game? Was Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati. Yep. My goodness. So uh, the Bengals headed to Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, of course, coming off that bye week, getting the first. the first seed in the playoffs and promptly fucking lost to the Bengals by a game winning field goal, which I think we will see is a trend for a couple of these games. Um, I, not not a particularly great game of football, right? And I, I was alluding to that. There was, you know, um, a couple, couple of solid performances. Uh, you know, I, I think AJ, AJ Brown had a fantastic fucking game and I almost felt that Tannehill should have went to him more often. Um, you know, Burrow, Burrow had a decent enough game, but if you look at his QBR, you have those ready, by the way, Arch. I think that's going to be a talking point uh, later. Um, but yeah, man, Cincinnati goes on to the AFC Championship. Unfucking believable. And and it, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, the, the kicker, he's a rookie. Um, when he had the opportunity, before he even kicked it, he, he goes to Joe Burrow. He's like, Guess I'll see you in the uh, the championship game. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tried that with Peyton Manning, and he just called him an idiot kicker and walked away. <laughs> Panther, you, you, what what are your thoughts on this game? Well, I, I, I ignore QBR. I know we're going to bring up QBR because the touchdowns and interceptions and sacks. We got to talk about the sacks. Joe Burrow. This, that offensive line is trying to get this fucker murdered. I swear. Um, now they've got the pieces. They've got the wide receivers. They've got the running backs. They've got a, a good enough defense. Um, so this year, I think they actually do really, really address this offensive line. Um, but you've got to love the way the Bengals are playing and the, the swagger. I mean, the, 
the fans, I've got some Bengal fans of mine. They're, they're dubbing uh, McPherson. His name is Iceman now because he's calling his shot before he fucking walks out there onto the field. <laughs> I mean, this Bengals team, there's, there's nothing to not like about the team. It's, it almost feels like it could be destiny except for that other team. They're going to have to play and, and their offensive line. I mean, and their offensive you, line. You the nail on the head, uh, you know, and the funny thing too, is I, I had to go back in the record books. The only other team, to get nine sacks in a game and lose in the playoffs, the 1966 Buffalo Bills, which is, <laughs> is fucking fitting because we're used to seeing the Bills lose in the playoffs. That's pre-Super Bowl, isn't it? 66? I believe that's pre-Super Bowl, 66. Yeah. Yep, pre-Super Bowl. Holy cow, that's amazing. And, and you know, some of this, uh, yeah, the offensive line played porous, but some of it's on Burrow. You've got to recognize your situation. You've got to get rid of the ball, too. So I don't know. I haven't really looked in depth at the stats to see how much is Burrow's fault, how much is the offensive line's fault. It's probably a little bit, a little bit of both. I think sometimes with you know putting it on Burrow, he's young. So a lot, a lot of times when you're young, you don't have the freedom to uh, get away from plays that were called. And so I'll put a little bit on that offensive coordinator. If you're quarterbacks getting murdered out there you really can't be calling deep passes you've got to get rid of the ball very very quickly so that he's not sitting back there in the pocket so it could be burrow making that decision but it could also be just the play call calls for him to sit back there and wait for a play to to develop and the offensive line just isn't giving him time to let it develop and that could be that could very well be max what, you haven't really given any thoughts i did no, i started off and, and, and yeah, gave my I mean, thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, it was I, brief. It was shockingly brief. Max is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, because there's not much to talk about yeah. in this game. I think I think there's just a lot of disappointment, a lot of question marks. Of of yeah, I've seen this already. It's like, oh, uh, are the Titans going to go try to replace Ryan Tannehill? And I think you're fucking nuts if that's what your takeaway is as a Titans fan. Uh, you, you had Derrick Henry who had missed a good chunk of the season, was coming back for the first time since week eight. Um, little rust there he, you know he, he ran the ball fairly well um but yeah I, th- I think this is this is one of those situations where you know i i know you're gonna pin this on Tannehill and say that he's not your guy maybe he's not but who the fuck else are you gonna get i mean in the, in this league right now can you can you say that there's a quarterback uh, that's going to be available like one quarterback that might be available that could take you over the top that that could be available at the end of the season that is better than Ryan Tannehill. I don't know. Maybe there's just one quarterback that's available. <laughs> and no, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, and that's gonna, you know, and we'll get we'll get to that in a little bit too, but uh probably the next game. Um I just I I think that Tannehill is a good enough quarterback to get you there. Uh, especially if we see, if we see, if we see fucking Jimmy Garoppolo get the fucking 49ers to a second Super Bowl, then I will say Ryan Tannehill is good enough to get you to a Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm putting I'm not I'm not really killing Tannehill here. The three interceptions on the stat line look bad, but that last interception, that, that was a tipped ball, um, trying to get some get down into field goal range and, and just shit like that happens when you're trying to make things happen. They didn't get to be twelve and five on the season because Tannehill's a bad quarterback. The, I, I give the credit here to the Bengals defense. You know, they keyed on Henry, held him to sixty two yards, and made Tannehill throw the ball and, and Tannehill just wasn't able to make the play. So uh, I, I agree with you. I think Tannehill stays with Tennessee and you just give the credit to the Bengals game plan here. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have the. Unfortunately, the way Tennessee was playing, they don't have a, a big margin of error that they can work with. They're not the Rams. They can't just just oh. turn the ball over left and right and still win the game. Jesus. He, right. went there. He, he went there. there. No, uh, he's going out of order. We'll, I know. We'll, I just we'll, had to fire a shot. 
Uh, I, I, next up, there's another team that thought they had a big margin of victory. Turns out, or margin of error. Turns out they didn't, Max. Yeah, it's it's funny too, and, and I, I can't. I honestly, this probably I was so brief on the last one because I can't wait to dissect this one okay. so so fucking much. And, and that is the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. And I, you know, it's funny too. Is is I when I was doing my my picks on, on Friday because I had missed the Friday show, but I recorded this, and I was going back to that, and I said it's like, listen, you know, the 49ers don't have an opportunity to make any mistakes in this game. And, and where Green Bay could probably make, you know, two mistakes in this game and still win. Well, I was wrong because they made <laughs> two mistakes and they fucking lost and they were b- both pretty much special teams. But let, let's look at this this offense. This is an offense I've been down on the entire fucking year. And w- when it matters most, how many points did they put up? Ten. How many touchdowns did Aaron Rodgers get? Zero. So I know special teams lost this game for them. But the offense didn't win it. And that's something I've been saying all fucking season that was going to be a vulnerability for this team. And I want to rewind. I want to get back into the fucking rewind machine. And if you download and listen to every single episode, I went back and forth with a Green Bay Packers fan on Twitter, as I do. And I was like, listen, I'm worried about their special teams. I specifically pointed out Mason Crosby is probably going to lose you a game or your special teams is probably going to lose you a game. Well, sorry, I was Nostradamus there because in the fucking most critical moment, that's when it happened. Panther. <laughs> I thought there was a pause there. We're going to continue. Uh, th- this game really confused me. Aaron Rodgers has played in the cold now for better than a decade. Um, so the cold weather part of it really kind of confuses me and why Green Bay wasn't more effective. He completed 20 passes. This is where I'm going to call out Aaron Rodgers. I am an Aaron Rodgers defender. I am a, a, a contrarian against Max here when it comes to the Packers, but I am going to have to dump on Aaron Rodgers here. He completed 20 passes, 18 of them are to his running back, Aaron Jones and Devonte Adams, 18 of them. 219 of his 225 yards to those two guys. You're telling me you couldn't get the ball to Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. You you couldn't find any of these other guys weren't open. This game was really slow. It was it it just didn't develop. Uh, Green Bay ran a grand total of 49 plays in, in today's NFL, fast-paced NFL. That's not a lot of plays. Um, but you're right. Green Bay had this in the bag. I left the casino. I'm like, I'm going to the casino. We're trying to beat weather, coming home, like six minutes left. San Francisco's not doing shit. I mean, literally not doing shit. Got this in the bag. And then a blocked punt and a field goal later. And <laughs> I'm I'm watching you guys, you know, chat chat about it. Wow, what the fuck? And I'm like, are you serious? The Packers lost this game? Like <laughs> this one really stunned me. Yeah, it stunned me too. I did, I really did not think the pa- the Packers would lay this big of an egg. But goddamn, did they lay, lay an egg? I mean, Craig, maybe credit to San Francisco for you know leaving everybody else on the field open except where Rodgers wanted to go to. I don't know, man. I this is a head scratcher. I have so many questions. We talked about it. There's a picture on screen. It really makes me question what Rodgers is doing, what he's trying to accomplish. I I think the the biggest frustration for me here is, you know, all season I've been down on Green Bay and saying, okay, I j- I think they're a good team. I think they are a good team. I, was I worried about San Francisco and and the possible upset? Yeah, I think they're a dangerous fucking team. But going into this one, I did not think. Like just looking at, it, I was like, Green Bay's too fucking good. 
They've got a running game. Their defense is too good. Aaron Rodgers is too good. I kept like thinking in my head, it's like there's no way they're going to lose this one. And to see it go go down like that, I'm like, holy fuck. What, did these guys just imagine that, okay, well, it's Lambeau. We're just going to show up. We're going to win automatically. Because they did not look like a team that was trying to win a game. They looked like a team that was like, we're just we're just gonna try to like you know kind of go with the flow and and we'll win right well you know we're, we're nah, it's, I I get it Jimmy G's not the guy you're fucking scared about but with Debo Samuel is on the fucking field he might be the second most electric player you know he's he's the most electric player not named Hill out on the field right now right <laughs> I mean uh, Debo can do everything and he he was he was out there and Green Bay just yeah I didn't have an answer for him and. San Francisco, as you, as you pointed out, Arch, they were completely fine with like, all right, we'll triple team Devontae Adams, throw to someone else, and and Rodgers got tunnel vision. It's it, it's crazy. I want to bring up one more quick thing about this game because we talked about it during the season, and it, it actually manifested itself when it mattered. Mason Crosby has been a fucking shit show of a kicker, and he missed what should have been a chip shot field goal earlier in the game. So then you get down to where they lost by a field goal and a weekend where field goals mattered and Mason Crosby, I know they're going to have questions about whether Aaron Rodgers is coming back, what they're doing to quarterback. They've got to go find another field goal kicker. Well, they need to clean house, special teams wise with that staff. We talked about it on the Sunday show. Uh, When, when San Francisco kicked the game winning field goal, apparently there were 10 men on the field for green Bay. What? Who the fuck fuck do you think you are green Bay for that level of detail? I mean, Jesus (laughs) Christ. You're not that good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Want to try to get in one more? Sure. We'll take a break. Because the next one, well, um, the next one's going to be a lot to talk about as well, right? Because that's the, that, that's the Rams and, and, and Bucks. Because oh, the I Rams, turned it off when the Rams were up like 20, 20, 24, 24, 24 to 3. Yeah, it was 27 to 3. It was 20, they were up 24 yeah. points. Yeah. And, and that's, not, that's like 28 to 3, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, here, so here's the thing is the Rams did everything they could to lose that game. And they still won. And I don't know if that's a good lesson. Listen, I, I always hate that in, in people in life who make all the wrong decisions and shit still ends up like happening good, you know, well for them. Hey, you can end up on a sports betting podcast. I guess that's, that's quite true. I don't know which one you're talking about. It's probably all three of us. Anyway, um, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, Jesus Christ, like right before the half, uh, they had the fumble, that, that first fumble. And, and they should have scored there. In fact, their first drive, settling for a field goal, I was like, oh, they're fucked. <laughs> first drive, they, they, it's like the moment that they settle for a field goal on that first drive, I was like, oh, man, they're fucked. They're going to lose this game. Uh, but, yeah, so they had this big lead. The lead should have been even bigger at the half. And and then they just said, okay, the lead is 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 big enough. Let's just be a passive team. Let's not try to win. And this is something to his credit. I'm I'm going to say I agree with Panther. They don't have a killer instinct. They take the foot off the pedal. They don't go for the jugular. And you can't fucking do that against Tom Brady. I don't care if Tom Brady's 44 years old and, and talking about potentially retiring and all this shit. I don't fucking care. He's still Tom Brady. You can't let up. And they just got so sloppy with the ball. The, the fucking, this, you know, the, the, the first time that Akers fucking fumbles the ball, I'm probably like, all right, Sonny Michelle, you're going <laughs> from now on. Like, I'm Akers, like, don't, you can't fucking do that. Now, the first one was close, right? That was the fucking, uh, the, the head was kind of on the ground. The ball was moving, right? That one was close. 
But the other ones are inexcusable. Uh, Cooper Cup hadn't fumbled the fucking football all goddamn year, and that's when you decide to get butterfingers and be careless. And now, granted, I can't shit on Cooper Cup. Thank you, Cooper Cup. You're amazing. (laughs) I love you. That was not criticism. I'm just saying. Just don't do that again, please. They can't fucking afford to do that next week or in the Super Bowl if they make it there. This was unbelievable that Tampa Bay could not win this game, by the way. Uh, you know, the fact all those errors that the Rams made in the second half, it just goes to show you of how big of a hole Tampa Bay was in the first half and how shitty Tom Brady played in the first half. And as bad as he played in the first half, he was fucking amazing in the second half, I got to say. There were so many times when they, the cameras would pan over to Tom Brady, and I'm just trying to read his mind. He looked so dejected. I think he almost felt like the game was over. And every fucking time, the Rams would fumble the ball, and he's like, are you fucking serious? You're going to give me the ball again? Okay, let's go do this. And they go out and march down and, and score. The the Buccaneers, they, they, this was gift wrapped, right? And I'm thinking they're going. this is going to overtime. But no, the Rams are going to – they're going to go for it. They're going to try and get down and get the field goal. My issue here is Todd fucking Bowles. The last play, that last completion over the top, where Cooper Cup goes for 44 yards. At this point, you already know they're trying for the field goal. They had already done two passes prior to that. Why in the hell are we zero coverage, all-out blitz when they're trying to score? This is the biggest gaffe in the whole fucking game for me, for Tampa Bay. The Rams own this game, and, and this is beside without – I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. Aaron Donald is a fucking monster. This guy, I don't know who can block him one-on-one or maybe two-on-one, but that entire Rams defense was having a union meeting on Brady's corpse back there. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Tom Brady take a beating like he did yesterday. The, this should have been like 44-10. to 10. Uh, The Rams clean up those fumbles and play four quarters instead of three. They're they're destroying teams. But that's my frustration with them is they don't step on a team's throat when they have them down. And you end up with games like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to argue. Did you see that? It looks like Tampa was flirting with the play action. They did a play action one time and Brady got drilled and then they never went back to it. They never Never went back to it. it. Yeah. They just straight drop backs from now on or shotgun. And it was, it was really funny because the Rams really was not were not establishing the run. Like, you know, their first couple of run plays were, you know, like what, two yards in a cloud. Of, you know, like it was, it was just nothing. There's nothing out there. And Stafford kept going for the uh, play action and Tampa kept biting. Mm-hmm. It was unfucking believable. I said, guys, you're, you're, you're killing the run here. You you realize he's got to throw it. <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's third and seven. He's not going to they're not they're not running the ball on you in third and seven. And it's like, no. Cooper Cup was wide open. I counted four times in that game, and three of them he caught long bombs, and, and it killed Tampa Bay. How do you just ignore the guy who had the triple fucking crown of wide receiver stats? <laughs> How do you just say, oh wait a minute, that's Cooper Cup? Oh shit! Now one of them, you know, what Panther was saying was that that kind of all out blitz that 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 didn't work. But two other times, it's just like Cooper Cup was wide fucking open. Now, I think, and and this is this is one of these things. Um, the the signing of OBJ has been one of the best things for the Rams' offense. And then when you look at the struggles that Green Bay had, and you look at you know the the, the Buccaneers needing another wide receiver out there, man, the the Rams probably got the signing of the year. Uh, with, with getting OBJ because he has taken so much pressure and attention off of, of, of Cooper Cup that 
a, a, a weak secondary like Tampa Bay, and, and they tried to make progress over the year and of uh, the, uh, the season, they couldn't quite do it. A weak secondary like that, yeah, Cooper Cup was going to get these open looks. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that Stafford played a pretty good game, though, right? He did not make all of those mental mistakes. Like, So we were talking about all of these issues that the, the Rams had yesterday. I'm thankful that Stafford wasn't the cause of them uh, because that was the biggest fear. Um, but I, 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 they can't afford to fucking do this from here on out. Um, I, I agree with Panther, though. If, if the Rams can play four quarters of football to the best of their ability, I don't think that there's a team that matches up with them. The problem is they have yet to do it all year. Yeah, Stafford had his mental gaffe in the first quarter. He, uh, it, was, it was, it was, I forget the down, but it was something in goal, and and, uh, and he almost threw an interception. Almost he was that was lucky. Yeah, that was the Stafford moment right there. Yeah, and uh, he recovered from it. Todd Bowles probably had his old notes. He was reading Goff. Zero blitz on Goff, not Stafford. That's what it was. <laughs> This is notebooks from the Jets days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I swear it looked like the Jets out there. When, <laughs> that's what I was seeing. You know, and, and to uh, Max's point real quick, OBJ, you look at the stat line, it, it, it's six for 69, yay, no touchdowns. But you watch the game and, and you see his energy. I mean, this guy's reinvigorated. He, he looks – Cup and Beckham is like 1A and 1B out there, and you get a full season of him next year. Um, man, this this Rams team is dangerous. I, I, I love this team, but God damn it, play 60 full minutes. Yeah, it'll be interesting to ask if it was a bigger – if OBJ was a bigger pickup or Vaughn Miller because, wow, both oh those my guys. God. <laughs> it's just not fair because, I mean, uh, you know, what Panther was saying is you can't single coverage Aaron Donald. You, you just can't mm-hmm. he, like he, I think he has mastered that swim move better than anyone I've seen since probably like the seventies. Right. Uh, that, that, that classic kind of just like I'm swimming past you and his arms are just so massive. <laughs> just like one arm can push one guy one way. The other arm pushes another guy the other way. So you have to think about double coverage on him. And now you got Von Miller who's, who's you know, he, he's lost a step, but, uh, Ask Brady how many steps that he's lost. They busted fucking Brady's lip yesterday. So. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll we'll talk about this final game. But first, let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. Arch, explain this like in five. Uh, well, simply put, Odds Jam, I don't know how the fuck they do it. I wish I knew. They, they update their odds incredibly fast. So as soon as one sports book changes, like BetMGM, it's changed on Odds Jam almost immediately. So, I mean, there's a couple things you can do. You track steam move, steam movements. So you can see, you know, if your book is catching up to where the momentum is, you can hit them there. Or you might even be able to catch everybody with their pants down and go arbitrage, where you could bet both sides of a game and turn a profit no matter what. So that's the mathematically profitable betting opportunities that they're speaking of that's pretty amazing and the fastest real-time data that's what you're speaking about profits average three percent every day which adds up to big earnings there is no catch just the smartest betting software on the market yeah trust arch uses it every day use the link in our description sign up now get used to winning with odds jam guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djn's proud to say that we're once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. 
enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, this is it. This, uh, so I, I, I saw this graphic, and I wanted to send it to you, and I, I, I totally forgot. To, I just had a brain fart of the final two minutes of this game. <laughs> Unfucking believable, like uh, just just how amazing it was. It was probably the you know the, the second most exciting two minutes of Archer's weekend, possibly the most exciting. I, I you know I don't know. Um, what a fucking game! And I think this this was the game, start to finish, that was the most entertaining, and, and it was hard to get away from the screen. Um, but but that that the, the final couple of minutes of this game, back and forth, just two guys just getting their teams and uh, you know it, it not not just in in you know field goal position i mean uh, that that final drive with the uh, what was it it was 13 seconds left right 13 seconds and, and, and casey had three timeouts and you know the bills had just scored that touchdown and uh, do you remember what me and me and panther instantly messaged it at the same time yeah 13 seconds to three times <laughs> <laughs> and it was un fucking believable one of the most entertaining games um for all the talk about Josh Allen's regression this season, and he did the last five, six weeks. Mm, not, yeah. He, he, he went back to form from last week, uh, from, from, from last season. And um, his last two games in particular, just, man, this, this kid can keep that momentum. Uh, that's a bright fucking future there. And I know Mahomes respects the fuck out of him because after the game, that's all Mahomes could talk about is like, man, we're, we're going to see these guys a lot. You know, this, this is it. This is the future right here. We're going to see these guys a lot. Now, Gonna, you're gonna face Joe Burrow next week, Mahomes, and you remember him. Just remember that guy too. Um, really exciting to see the young quarterbacks in the AFC, though, right? Um, you got Mahomes, you, you got Allen, you, you got Burrow, you, you got um, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking the schmuck in uh, the Chargers. Uh, you got that guy too, Herbert. <laughs> Herbert, you got him too. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, crazy, crazy stuff there. Um, but yeah, the, the hell of a game is is probably the most entertaining game I've watched Arch probably since that Rams uh, Chiefs game. Yeah, it's been a while. A few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this this was a great game. I, you know, early on, I think when it was the second Chiefs touchdown. Mahomes has got like two people in his face. He he just kind of fades back and throws it to the back of the end zone. They fade over, you know, to Josh Allen. He's like, wow. You just see him like mutter the wow, like he's in awe of what Patrick Mahomes. If there's such a thing as vintage for a four year quarterback, that was vintage Mahomes yesterday. But I, I, listen, I don't get to watch Buffalo a lot. I don't get to see the Bills a lot where I live. That it, Josh Allen was so fucking good. They abandoned the run altogether, right? De- Devin Singletary had 10 carries for 26 yards. 
Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes combined for 18 carries and 139 yards mm. themselves. I mean, the, the quarterbacks, Mahomes was like, anything Allen can do, I can do. It was back and forth. What would we have? Like, uh, I'm looking here, 700 yards of passing and seven touchdowns. There's not a lot to say about this game, except if you didn't watch it, it's actually worth going back to watch. The one thing, well, two things we're going to bring up. One, the NFL rule of taunting and why I brought it up when I saw it live when we were chatting together. Why Tyreek Hill and his deuces 10 yards from the end zone didn't get a taunting flag. And two, we'll round table this shit too. Overtime, fucking Fix the overtime. I, I, this is like the biggest pet peeve of mine is the NFL and their overtime rules. I didn't whine about it when the Chiefs lost to the Patriots in overtime. I'm not going to whine about it today. The If you didn't want to go to overtime, don't let the Chiefs score with 13 fucking seconds. It's simple. It's a simple solution. I don't know how you fix overtime. I really don't. You can't do the college f- f- can't do college, but I, I still feel that if a team scores a touchdown, the other team should get an opportunity to score a touchdown back, and then it becomes completely sudden death after that. You, you know, I, I think that's that would be fine by me, but you probably have to extend, I'd say, the time of overtime because it's not a, it's not a full you don't get a full quarter right in, in overtime. No. You know, um, I, I would probably just extend the time and just add a full quarter, and. Um, you know, give each team the opportunity. So, you know, if a team scores a field goal and the other team scores the touchdown, game over, right? If one team scores a touchdown, give the other team the opportunity to score a touchdown. If they fail, game over. If they happen to get the touchdown, then next point wins. Simple as that. I, you know, I, I think you have to give that chance to the other team to just see. I, I, you know, you talk about player safety. You added a fucking full goddamn game to the season. I don't care if they go to field goal kickoffs. Like just let the kickers decide something, but both teams need to have, and the other, but the other part of the overtime rule that I hate is if you can, if you cannot end in a tie in the playoffs, which clearly you can't, then you can't end in a tie in the regular season. They got to get rid of that part of that shit too. I don't care about that. I really don't. You can tie in the regular season. That doesn't get, that doesn't get under my skin at all. I, I'm, I, I don't know if you can let the game just go on forever in the regular season. <laughs> they shouldn't have added an extra game, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it can end in a tie. These guys can't just be pounded on all the time. I'll just agree to disagree. Right. No, I, I, no, I, I, I agree that you can't just you, you have to you have to do that. like I, I I'm fine with ties in 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 the the fucking regular season. When it comes to the playoffs, though. You know, you can't have a tie, so I think yeah. you got to give the other team the opportunity. So you've already changed the overtime rules for the playoffs as it is, right? You have to give the team the the, the chance to score because I don't know. I mean, I've, I felt a l- little bad for fucking Josh Allen there. I agree to your point though, Arch. You got to stop them. The defense got to stop them. You get fucking thirteen seconds left. You can't just like right up the middle, like right up the middle of the field. You know that that's where they're going. They've got three goddamn timeouts. Anyway. We're 30 minutes into the show and <laughs> we haven't talked sports betting yet. Oh boy. Maybe we'll, <laughs> we might have, this might be a chopped show. This might be a two episode show. I don't know. We'll see. I can do it fast. NBA. Oh, oh I got to find the NBA. 
What do you got, right. Max? What do you got? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm only betting one game in the NBA. That's uh, the Indiana Pacers and the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm going to money line the Pelicans here. Um, a little bit worried without uh, Ingram out there, but Indy very banged up, missing pretty much fucking everyone out there. Levert's a game-time decision. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas playing really fucking good ball without a center in the middle. I think he's going to have a big game. Graham Hart, like what they're doing for New Orleans. Them at home, money line, $10 bet on the Pelicans. All right. Yeah, I'm on this game as well. In the uh, the Pacers are without Brogdon now. He's out extended time. They're out without Sabonis. No Miles Turner. I, I don't know where the scoring comes from. Karis LeVert is going to have to go nuts. I don't see it. So I'm jumping on the Pelicans here. Um, my, I'll, I'll lay the two and a half. Uh, Ten bucks on the Pelicans. All right. I'm leaning uh, the Pacers here in this one, but <laughs> they just always fuck me over. So I'm not, I'm not doing it. Lean the Pacers. All right, Panther. Next two games. Uh, I'm going to get them out of here real quick. Knicks at the Cavs. Uh, I saw it at seven. I was seeing six. If I can still get seven, I won it. I I think Cleveland wins this game, but New York, that's too many points. Uh, The Knicks are healthy. Julius Randle's still playing really well. So give me the points and give me the Knicks for 10 bucks. I I will lean the Knicks here. Uh, In fact, uh, I was probably close to money lining them. I just, uh, I have them winning this game. 105, 104. Um, Yeah, I just couldn't get there. I can't trust the fucking Knicks. Cleveland playing really good basketball. So just a lean on New York. Yeah, I'm going to bet New York here plus the six and a half. That's the best we can do. If you wanted the seven, you should have, you should have been like the Bills and, you know, stopped, stopped the show early. All right. What else you got, Panther? Uh, let's take a look at the Bulls going to the Thunder. Oh, yeah. Bulls still a broken team here, but uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City is decent enough at home, and they're healthy. So I will take that plus line and the Thunder for ten bucks. Ah, uh, I, I I wasn't even looking at this game. Is this one of the postponed games? It's not a it, action. Fucked up the schedule. Scroll down. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah, it's just, Bulls it's just Hawks nothing, right? is what they have. Oh my god, that's so fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> this is a multi million dollar company. Everyone. <clears throat> and so are we um i i agree with panther I'll, I'll i'll lean okc i guess yeah i like okc here too i i i don't have the numbers because i didn't realize they were playing either i was pulling some data from action so panther you're on an island because you don't use action yeah well sometimes that four-letter network does their job sometimes. last game utah jazz of the phoenix suns i'm not sure what the hell's going on here i saw it at nine now i'm seeing at phoenix minus 10 it's getting worse for them. I got to imagine Rudy Gobert possibly sits this one out. I don't know, but 10 seems like way, way too many. I'll take those 10 points on the Jazz and put 10 bucks on it. Uh, no Donovan Mitchell, right? Shocker. He, he's out. Um, uh, no DeAndre Ayton for the Suns, so you know that, that's, that's that one. Um, I'm going to lean Utah here. Yeah, I think that's a tad bit too many points. I got Phoenix winning this game by about six. Yeah, lean Utah as well for me. NHL. All right. Hey, uh, two games for me in the NHL. Start off with the Vegas Golden Knights at the Washington Capitals. I like that plus line on the Golden Knights. They're they're not uh, playing great hockey right now, but it's not like the Capitals been a model of consistency either. Um, I, I think the value is on on Vegas here. So ten dollar bet on the Golden Knights. I'll do you a solid and not bet the Golden Knights and give you moral support. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's a solid play. I, I like it. Um, yeah lean that way and then the last game up for me that i want to bet is the los angeles kings at the new york rangers um 
you know, Rangers lost to the Hurricanes last week with their backup goalie. I guess they wanted to keep Shesterkin uh, fresh against the fucking mighty offense of the Coyotes. Uh, he's going to be in goal once again tonight. I think they get the win. Um, close. The Metropolitan is is very close right now, but the Rangers still ahead. Uh, man, they, they got Carolina, Pittsburgh, and and the aforementioned uh, Capitals nipping at their heels. I think this is one they they should win and you know want to win to keep ahead there. So ten dollar bet on New York. Yeah, I actually thought minus 160 was a little light, actually, a little value play. But the Kings are playing pretty good hockey, a little better than I thought they would be this season, uh, better than 500, just not that great on the road. I think the Rangers take care of business here as well, so uh, I'm putting 10 bucks on the Rangers as well. All right, yeah, I think that's nice. not a bad little play there. Minus 155, yeah, I, I don't think you're exposed at all in this one. All right, Panther, you got one more. Just one more. Let's take a look at the St. Louis Louis Blues going to Calgary. Uh, This line kind of tripping me up a little bit. I know Calgary's playing decent hockey, but the Blues are the damn Blues, and they're catching a pretty healthy plus line here. I don't know if there's some injuries or something I'm not aware of, but uh, the Flames have lost four of their last five, and St. Louis won four of their last five. I'll take that plus line. Give me 10 bucks on the Blues. Yeah, running my numbers, it seems like a matchup thing. The the Flames uh, do should match up well with, with St. Louis here. I have them edging out a win, but by edging out, I don't mean minus one fucking 45, mm. 150. So I just, I can't get there. Uh, I'll, you know, I think the Flames should win this one, but I will lean the Blues with that plus line. Yeah, man. I think uh, with the Blues, you're catching the value there. It's close. It's like, you know, 52, 48% in that range. So all the values on St. Louis. That is it. All right, so we talked about the NFL. We talked about overtime rules much longer than I thought. So we tangentially talked about D Ford lining up offsides. Uh, we talked about basketball. We talked about hockey, Max. That's it. We didn't even go into some of the penalties uh, in, in that Rams game. So we'll, we'll leave that for another day, Maybe I guess. we can talk uh, about it tomorrow. We left so much <laughs> on the table today. There is probably all week of the, about these games. We could probably just done a game a week if we wanted. Uh, I, I, you know, a game each day if we wanted to. Uh, download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picture, your picks, anyone's picks, over on Twitter, at BettingAbsolute, no matter where you listen to that. Please, highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Take you home with a real quick Panther parlay. I do like those Pelicans, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Utah Jazz. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout-out by name. We will shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing tonight, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.